Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you should happen to find this. This is the Quote of Arms podcast where we talk about our favorite tribes and what makes them so special. This is the Unsummoned Skull, your host with the most. I'm joined today with... Hello everybody, my name is Zephram. I am a sad college student and I am a bear enthusiast who plays Magic the Gathering with J-Row at least once a week. Yeah, we play on the skull symbol, uh, which, uh, and usually play on streams uh, that are at twitch.tv backslash unsummon skull. One of those decks that you have used to grace mono green Mondays is. My bear deck, headed by Ayala, the queen <clears throat> among bears. Now, bears are my favorite tribe in, in Magic the Gathering, right up there with dragons. It's tied. And bears have, uh, it's really divisive when you try and ask a Magic the Gathering player what exactly a bear is, because there are multiple definitions in Magic the Gathering, because we can never uh, agree on jargon. It's like asking two different Australians from two different parts of Australia what exactly Australian slang means. So, Jero, uh, how do you think you would uh, identify what a bear is, or define a bear? So, bear in magic jargon usually refers to a creature with mana value 2, with power and toughness 2, that may or may not have an ability. That is probably the uh, loosest definition of the term, and it's a very good one. Bears are usually the benchmark for something being good on a vanilla scale. So that's a ratio of its power and toughness to its mana value. Uh, the When you call something a bear in Magic the Gathering, you're calling it a 2-2 that casts for 2. Bears have always been an archetype in Magic the Gathering, um, from creature type to the definition that uh, Jeremy has said. There's a famous uh, archetype called Hate Bears, where they use bears, 2-2s two for 2, with uh, taxing effects or restrictory effects that make you hate them. That's at least my understanding of why they're called hate bears. It's because you hate them and the people playing them. It's kind of the opposite, usually, in terms of how it's uh, interpreted, where uh, the hatred is that is what's being expressed towards a given deck or strategy. So it's a way well, to... Well, and then I think it can go both ways. Yeah, it can. Because the people who play that strategy certainly hate the card. And the people who are playing the card are doing so because they hate the strategy. Mutual hate yep, uh, is something just... that breeds quite a lot of good contention, like Michigan-Ohio State or Central Michigan-Western Michigan. Those are two <laughs> things I'm directly affected by. <laughs> oh, I am as well. Uh, my mom, my dad, my sister all went to University of Michigan, and I went to Central. I'm sorry, Jeremy. We can't be. We can't be friends. I go to Western. That's okay. I presented at a conference. I'm literally Western. wearing awesome. my Western T-shirt right now. Yeah, I, I, that's off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's been a wonderful podcast, everyone. Uh, Jeremy, I will one day dance on your grave in my Western Michigan brown and gold. I I mean, my high school is also brown and gold. <laughs> okay, that's fair. It's kind of but, funky. Um, sorry. <laughs> Too many tangents. Uh, Jeremy and I can, uh, sorry, J-Row, uh, can uh, uh, talk about our deep-seated hatred for each other uh, later. That's all right. We understand uh, there's going to be enough tangents that we could probably fill quandrics with fractals. 
Uh, speaking of, that is a very good, uh, Quandrix is a very good uh, gateway into my next segment, actually. Uh, we've defined what a bear is. Uh, sorry, when, that's what a, a bear is on the stats, but a, uh, a bear is also a creature type in Magic Gathering that, um, as listeners of this podcast will probably know, what tribes are and you know what creature type tribes are. Bears are probably my favorite creature type with dragons. They're both my favorite. And um, there are three commanders you can that will allow you to have a full bear deck, three legendary bears that you can use. Um, there's one that is my favorite, Isla, Queen Among Bears. There's one that's honestly not that good for bears, and we can talk about that later, Goraclaw, Terror of Calcisma. And in Strixhaven, we had a new bear commander be released who's actually good for bears. It, their name is Ruxa Patient Professor. Uh, they are, coincidentally, part of the Quandrix College. Um, and, uh, well, I think we should talk about why they are a good uh, potential for bears. Um, Let me start Ruxa with the one that is the worst so we can understand, okay, what is it about that that doesn't work with the identity of bears? Okay, that's a good way to do it. Uh, so then let's talk about Goreclaw, the Terror of Calcisma. Uh, creature spells you cast with power two or uh, with power four or greater cost two less to cast. Uh, whenever Goreclaw, Terror of Calcisma attacks, each creature you control with power four or greater gets plus one plus one and trample until end of turn. Uh, she is a four three and she casts for three and a green. So yes, she does um, she does uh, affect herself with that ability. So when she attacks she becomes a 5-4 uh, with Trample. Um, now, Goreclaw is not a good commander for bears. She is an amazing bear. Like, if you play Goreclaw in, uh, in your deck, you are, in your bear deck, you're probably going to have a fun time. But the issue with Goreclaw is that she does not mechanically represent bears. Bears are, again, two twos for two. So that doesn't really check the power four or greater. They're only like three or four bears total in Magic the Gathering that have power four or greater, uh, not counting the Colossi, uh, not Colossi, uh, the Changelings. So like Chameleon Colossus, it would count, but um, it doesn't even have any tribal synergies with bears, um, which is what I like and a lot of other tribal players like. They like to have their creature tribes have uh, synergies with each other. So, uh, well, the commanders have synergy with the tribe. Gorklaw just isn't able to pull that off because the identity of bears is making is kind of swarming the field and having some decent buff blockers, but the bears don't get that get buff on their own. Bears get buff via other effects. Base power they're still relatively kind of weak. They're just tutus. Um, it is only until you get buffers out there like. Another commander we'll talk about later called Ayala, Queen Among Bears, uh, who's my favorite, that they really get to their, uh, to their full potential. So um, Goreclaw, she is a good team pusher. She is great at buffing team and kind of getting through with that, uh, that final push. She's actually one of the win conditions for my Ayala, Queen Among Bears deck. She is a great lieutenant but she's not a good commander. And Gorklaw is more of a stompy commander than a bear commander. Yes, I've seen a phenomenal uh, green stompy deck 
with her that uh, actually squashed um, uh, one of my decks before, uh, my Shrines deck. Mm-hmm. And it was it, it was really scary. It was very good. But uh, that cheapening effect, insane. That pump effect, that's amazing. You just give things trample. But it's just not good for bears because bears don't get that big on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, Ruxa, he is really good for bears because bears are two twos for two. They don't have many abilities usually. You'll get bears like Ashcoat Bear or um, uh, or uh, River Bear or Striped Bear that have effects when they enter the battlefield or have effects uh, in-game. But Ruxa hits and checks so many bears with uh, no abilities. For example, um, let me get this one out. Uh, Grizzly Bear, my favorite card in Magic the Gathering probably. Um, sorry, excuse me. Oh, I'm about to sneeze. Oh, I that was torture. So grizzly bears. That this is the definition of a bear. It's a two-two for two. It's a one and a green, and it's just it's just a very good card. It's the benchmark for the vanilla tattoo. Um, the, the power to tough, the power and toughness to mana value ratio in Magic: The Gathering. It um. It is the oldest bear in all of Magic. It was printed in Alpha, and it's my favorite card, probably, in all of Magic the Gathering, because I have killed a lot of people with this card. Just like Mm -hmm. a sheer number of volume, sheer number of game wins, this has been the killer. I always make sure when I play Grizzly Bears, I'm I'm going to pump this boy, I'm going to put all my eggs in one basket on this man, or woman. I'm not going to gender my bears. So Um, when you are looking into a bear commander what you're looking for is which one can basically make grizzly bear as deadly as it could possibly be yes you want bears that will buff team keep them strong and be able to deal with threats to your bears that's why ruxa is very good um he's able they are able to buff your your bears your bears without abilities um and also Ruxa is able to buff bear tokens, of which there are a lot of ways to make bear tokens in Magic the Gathering, uh, 2-2 tokens, uh, like better type bear. He He's just very good at that, even though you can't return a token from the graveyard. Um, and whenever Ruxa, Patient Professor, enters the battlefield or attacks, return target creature card with no abilities from your graveyard to your hand. That does not get rid of threats to your bears, like a kill spell. Or a uh, or a creature that's giving things uh, minus one minus one like uh, oh minus two minus two like uh, shield red, um, but Ruxa is still able to return your bears from your graveyard, so that's great insurance. Uh, it's able to they are able to uh, buff your bears, and you, they're able to basically give what I call super trample, the ability to assign damage as though they weren't blocked at all. That is incredibly good. It's a great pusher, it's a great buffer, and it's great insurance. The only issue with Ruxa is that it's a little slow. It's a four it's four mana, which isn't the slowest, but it's slower than, in my opinion, the best bear commander. Um, it also it, somewhat restricts the amount of bears you can play. Even though it's yes, not by so a huge amount, there are only so many that have been printed. Yes, uh, that's one of the sad points about bears. They haven't been 
there haven't been a billion bears like there have been with dragons, one of my other favorite creature types, or, or humans. Uh, there are, actually in my deck, there are only probably three bears or four bears that have no abilities. Um, let me just see it real quick. I have the OG, the baby, uh, uh, grizzly bears. I have, uh, let me see, forest bears. Yes, I spent $30 on a forest bear. No, I don't regret spending $30 on a forest bear. Stop asking. And bear cub, who Jero and I have had many uh, disagreements about. Yeah, trying to figure out how a bear cub is the same size as a full-grown grizzly. Well, it's because bear cub, bear cub, it also has... Well, well now that I'm looking at the art in it, uh, there's two explanations. One, uh, bear cub is probably a 1-1, one, one, and it's looking at a bee. And the bee is uh, in the art on bear cub. We've seen insects in Magic the Gathering be... Uh, be usually one ones. So combined together, when they're working together, like in Spyro, uh, the video game, they're a tutu. So bear cub is a tutu, or it's uh, bear cub is just representative of the mother bear standing behind it in the artwork, looking at the person looking at the bear about to maul them to death for threatening the cub. So uh, there are two ways to look at why bear cub is so big. Oh, also alpine grizzly, which is what I call the strong bear because it's a four two. Instead of a 2-2, but a cast for 3. Uh, that also has no abilities. And it's from one of my favorite sets, Con Cons of Tarkir. Uh, but um, I really only have three, uh, no, four uh, creatures that Ruxa targets in this deck with his return ability. But I have plenty of ways to make bear tokens like Kamal's Summonings, uh, Ayala's Influence, um, uh, plenty of uh, bear token makers that, will, uh, will, that Ruxa will be able to help push. Uh, and, and so that's why Ruxa is very good. Uh, but I think he's honestly better, less as a bear commander and more as a vanilla commander. He's a phenomenal vanilla commander. Um, and he's a good bear commander, don't get me wrong, but the... And we're about to talk about her. This is why... Uh, uh, there is a... Sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. There's a professor. There There's a, a wild bear, bear but there is only one... There's only one bear that, in my opinion, is a true bear commander. That is Ayala, the queen among bears. Uh, Ayala, queen among bears, is one in a green, uh, a legendary creature, bear, uh, has phenomenal artwork, and whenever another bear enters the battlefield under your control, choose one. Uh, you either put two plus one plus one counters on target bear, or target bear you control fights another creature you don't control this is probably my favorite commander just of all time it's so fun it has the ability to buff your bears and it has the ability to remove your bears to remove threats to your bears it has it's very cheap and it's sturdy as a 2242 Ayala is the queen of the bears. She is easily the best bear commander. Uh, she's, uh, as Jeremy put it in our first recording session of this podcast, she's the bear's personal trainer, whereas Ruxa is, as his namesake, namesake says, he's the patient professor. Although he's kind of impatient because he just goes around everything. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
fair. He's more he, so he's able to bore people into sleeping, and uh, then the, he gets the bears through. That I think that's how it works. And then um, they find out, and then they get embarrassed, and yeah. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> so, Ayala is probably the best bear commander because, in my opinion, bears are the archetypical green creature. They are able to flood the board quickly. They can get big if you want them to, and they are—they're just sturdy, strong boys or girls or or however they identify. Again, I'm not here to gender your bears. I wonder um, what little Timmy would think about that. <laughs> Christ. Okay. Um, so, Ayala is, as I said, she's just able to protect your bears, and she's able to make them big. Uh, Jeremy, you've seen me wield Ayala with an iron fist as both control and as aggro. Yeah, I love the fact that it's um, modal because whenever you're like looking back over the game, you can always say, you know what, there's something else I could have done at some point in time. Whether it's targeting a different creature, pumping a different creature, using the fight effect, or fighting something that you didn't think to be a threat at the time. There's always different choices that you can make with it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very very fun card. It's it, it's it's just phenomenal. I I love Ayala. When she was spoiled, I immediately started putting a bear list together because I've always wanted to make a, a just a bear deck, and Goreclaw just couldn't cut it. Well, so let, um, let, let's be clear, she was revealed. You were the one who spoiled her. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That, that I like that one. Okay, keep that one in post. Uh, <laughs> So, if I can talk about um, one, how I build my bear decks, um, the way I build my bear decks is much different from how other people build their bear decks, because, surprisingly, I actually build my bear decks around a lot of card advantage and card draw. Uh, for example, uh, some of my favorite cards in... Oh, and I, have a, I try and ramp as hard as I can in this deck. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my my favorite card in this deck that allows me to draw cards and um, what's the word and make mana it has to be the the great henge the great henge is just a phenomenal card so sorry let me read it out for you okay. so it is a nine mana spell it's seven and two green it's the cycle of legendary artifacts from Eldrain mm-hmm. yes Eldrain that's the name of that set it is, uh, so it taps for two green, and when you tap it for two green, you gain two life. It costs X mana less, X generic mana less, where X is equal to the amount, uh, sorry, the greatest power among creatures you control. So you're actually able to get this out earlier than you think, especially with Isla being able to buff things. And whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, you put a plus one, plus one counter on it and draw a card. This is able to make your bears bigger, it's able to make them better. It allows you to gain life. It allows you to cast a bear just by tapping it, and it lets you draw cards. That is very good for this deck, because in bears, you can gas yourself out very easily. You need to make sure you have card draw effects, like uh, Colossal Majesty or Harmonize. Um, and uh, speaking of another card from Eldraine, Return of the Wild Speaker is also good in this deck. Um, it is a four and a green, um, instant. Choose one. 
draw cards equal to the greatest power among non-human creatures you control, or non-human creatures you control get plus three, plus three until end of turn. It's another modal card, and it's an instant, which I love. Yeah, it's a modal instance, so it's probably it's modal instance are the most versatile spells in the game. Um, it allows you to draw cards, or it allows you to smash faces. It is incredibly good, um, and uh, there are, and uh, how do I say this? For mana generation, I like to a lot of my decks are are very focused on ramp if they can include green in them or artifacts. So uh, some of the all-stars for ramp in this deck are uh, Karametra's Acolyte. Uh, she taps for... She's a human druid. She's not a bear, but she is a druid, so she's friends with bears. Mm -hmm. She is three and a green. She taps to add green equal to your devotion, and she's a one for it. That is incredibly powerful, um, especially because you'll be flooding the... <clears throat> you'll usually be flooding the board uh, with a lot of uh, green cards, uh, so you're able to get those out there uh, and just be able to make even more mana. And she's a much cheaper uh, Nyx Lotus or uh, Nykthos Shrine to Nyx. It's the same effect, have, but for quite a lot less. I have both of those cards in this deck, actually. Uh, Nyx Lotus and Nykthos. Um, <clears throat> I have a funny story about how I got my Nykthos, which I can tell on a, uh, at a later time, but... Okay. Um, Another card that is very good in here and I think is just extremely underrated is a card called Path of Discovery. It's three and a green. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, it explores. And to explore, you reveal the top card of your library. Put that card into your hand if it's a land. Otherwise, put a plus one, plus one counter on the creature and then put that card on either uh, the top of your library or the back of your, or the bottom of your library. This deck, if it's headed by Ayala, is very focused on ETB effects. The Path of Discovery out and other ETB things like the uh, like the Great Henge or um, oh, uh, uh, Panharmonicon to double everything. Panharmonicon we'll talk about later and why it's amazing. It just, it, it goes very hard. It allows, it allows you to filter and it allows you to buff. It's incredibly good. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and uh, if, and uh, one big shout out, Growing Rights of Itlamok is very good for a bear deck. It's uh, three and a green, sorry, two and a green. It's an enchantment, legendary. When it enters the battlefield, uh, look at the top four cards of your library. You reveal a creature card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the uh, creature or land, sorry. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. And at the beginning of your end step, uh, if you control four or more creatures, you transform it. It transforms into a Gaia's Cradle. That is incredibly powerful. Yeah, considering how expensive Gaia's Cradle is, but also, one of the things I'm noticing as a theme between all those different cards is the theme of unbounded mana. So, yes, they are able to increase exponentially and provide an incredible boost, rather than some of the small jumps, like going from 2 to 6, or going from, say, 4 to 8. Just huge jumps in the amount of mana production that your deck has. And presumably you would have ways to fill that mana. So... Yes. Uh, so, one of the... So, 
Well, the reason why I like having so much mana and card draw in these decks, in this deck, is so that I can play all my bears. And that, with that, I feel it's just archetypal of what green represents. Green represents stuff like nature and the, the wilds and things. And in that is bounty. Bounty of strength and mana. It is, it is primal strength. That's what green is to me as a color. And things like the Great Henge uh, or Karametra's Acolyte or, or Growing Rites of Itlavok, they all represent that strength in bears. It's able to be able to get ahead on resources and card advantage very quickly. It is, it is a very, very fun archetype to play and the reason why green is the most busted coloring commander. There's also the so, resilience um, element. Uh, because Ayula is so cheap, what often happens to her? Ayula does often get uh, killed. Uh, she is the powerhouse of the deck. The deck cannot really happen that well without her. But she is able to be recasted because she's so cheap. You kill her, okay, I play her again next turn for just four mana. Your commander costs six mana, so I'm still ahead. It's a very powerful card that is very cheap and has so much good synergy. Mm -hmm. the, the only part that sort of goes against that would be that for you to be able to create the unbounded mana, you need to have things that are out. If the things are out, but she isn't, then that means you lost some value there. So if somebody's thinking of, yes. okay, this deck seems really, really powerful, what would the weakness be? That would be a weakness, I would think. Uh, another big weakness of this deck, uh, just, just in the way that I have built it, uh, and this is something that can happen often when I'm uh, building my decks, I can sometimes make them with Achilles' heels by accident. For example, if you're able to constantly lock down Ayla, like um, you're able to... Oh, there's a spell that says uh, target spell can't be cast. It was from um, it was from Abyssin. Um, that is a good way to lock down this deck, yeah, there's, because without there's a few Ayla, of them, that is going to suffer horribly. We've talked about hate bears. Um, there's a hate bear, Dranith Magistrate, that basically shuts down commanders. Uh, Dranith Magistrate, or as I like to call it, the card everyone hates. <laughs> yep. Well, it is a hate bear. It might as well, right? Yeah, it is. Dranith Magistrate is probably the most powerful hate bear in Commander, I would say. Mm -hmm. Just because of the format that is Commander and how it's structured. Yeah. Would you agree? Um, I would say that it is the most egregious hate bear. Because, like, you'll get very powerful ones, like Gaddock Teague, who is a uh, green and a white. Uh, I forgot, is it mana value 3 or mana uh, value 4? 4, the I believe. Creatures with mana value 3 or 4. Um, uh, it's not. It's non-creatures. What'd you say? Gaddock Teague affects uh, non-creatures and, uh, and non-creatures non -creatures with 4 or greater and non-creatures with X. It doesn't affect creatures. Oh, okay, yeah. So... Gaddock Teague, he's a very famous hate bear because he's able to shut down all of your big spells. He's able to, like, oh, you want a brain geyser? No, you don't. Uh, or, oh, hey, you want to play your time warp? No, you can't. He's just, he, he, Gaddock Teague is an honorary bear, in my opinion, because uh, white is also a good color for bears, uh, just because of the token synergies that can happen in white. He's, he's a hate bear, um, not, not a bear. Come on. 
Well, yeah, he's not that big, but he is kind of hairy. Um, hey, oh, uh, so, but uh, bears, um, they are archetypal in the amount that they can, uh, in the amount that they can flood a board and the amount that they can overpower you. But if you're able to get good creature removal uh, or lock down Isla, then yeah, it, it's it, you're able to kind of hit the deck and its Achilles heel. Even if you're only able to keep it down for certain periods of time, if the Ayula player is not getting the extra value off of the bears entering the battlefield, then you're really just playing a subpar green deck. Which, I mean, exactly. subpar green is still better than some things. Like, okay, I don't want to piss off uh, Peter too much by saying mono white, but still. <laughs> yes, uh, our, uh, the guy we stream with sometimes, uh, uh, sorry, the guy that Jero streams with, uh, Peter, also goes by mono white, literally just plays mono white decks. It's um, it's surprising how he, how good he can make them, in all honesty. Don't take that the wrong way, yeah. Peter. Yeah, I, I was just joking by saying that a... Uh, a mediocre green deck could still beat Mono White. <laughs> yeah, um, that's honestly one of the biggest issues with Magic the Gathering and Commander, especially. Uh, one of the hardest things for White is that it is very hard to get advantages on mana in White, and it's very hard to get card draw in White. They're fixing it. They're having more artifact. Like, there's a couple new... Uh, uh, there's a couple new cards in Modern Horizons that are like, oh, if you uh, are attacked, create a clue token. That That's very good, because clues will yep. allow you to draw cards even though you need to pay a lot of mana into it. And but, if, you, um, um, if you are listening to this and want to know more about how to uh, improve your white decks and how to shore up some of the weaknesses that white has, you can always check out uh, Magic in Quarantine. Uh, MJ, uh, I've been on there recently, or recently with... Uh, with, with Peter, I'm on a white border, and we talk about the weaknesses white has, the strengths it has, how to meet some of those roles, and how to uh, sort of shake some of that, uh, some of those preconceptions. But, back to the bears. <laughs> yes. So, I think we've talked a lot about bears. We've talked about their identity, uh, what colors they're best in, mm -hmm. uh, what their functionality is, and why Ayula is the best bear commander. Mm -hmm. um, why are they important to you, specifically? Okay, uh, well, bears are my are one of my favorite animals. I, I am a huge bear enthusiast. Um, they are... Wildlife is something I care very deeply about. I taught with the Boy Scouts of America for their uh, for uh, about a summer, and I've been a Boy Scout all my life, and that really helped me solidify my love of nature. Um, and bears are beautiful creatures, uh, I find. They are... I am a very large lad. Uh, I'm training to do more powerlifting now that I'm out of quarantine and I can go to gyms again. And... I, I was always a, a big kid. I, I, was the, I was the fat kid that everyone made fun of in elementary school until I started uh, buffing out. And when I started buffing out, there was um, uh, one time, actually, when I uh, when some I forgot who. It was one of my exes who compared me to a bear. Uh, and I was like, huh. Yeah. And I, uh, 
it, it's hard to explain, but uh, bears are large, burly boys that I just vibe with because all they do is they sleep, they eat, and just do them. They are, as the kids would say, based. Um, I, I love bears. They're just they're just great animals, and um, I uh, I donate to a lot of charities that help um that, that help stop uh deforestation for uh a lot of for animals but um like you know <sighs> sorry i'm stumbling over my words because i didn't expect this question my bad oh, sorry um uh, no 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 it's my fault for not being prepared uh my brain okay. go, um i donate to a lot of charities to stop de- deforestation in california because that's where a lot of bears live um I also care very deeply about the degradation of the polar ice caps and what's happening to polar bears, um, who are probably my favorite bear. Um, that Actually, no. My favorite bear is growler bears, because uh, if all else fails and polar bears go extinct, growler bears are, are probably our best way to keep them alive mm-hmm. in some vestige. Um, is that kind of like a liger? Bears are just... <laughs> Ligers are an abomination to man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Liger fans, but God, you look at those things and they look depressed. They look like they want to be put out of their misery. Hey, as long as you're not talking um, about Zoids, because my Liger's ear is awesome. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but, um, sorry, I I just love bears. They're large, burly boys who just are adorable. Um, there was actually one time when uh, I was traveling... Uh, north with my brother, my mother, and uh, my mother's second husband. Uh, mm-hmm. She uh, she had the idea that we could just stop at a bear ranch that was on the side of the road. And that's probably where I, I really fell in love with bears. You know, I just realized that they're cool animals. They, they're interesting ecologically and the roles that they serve in the environment. They're very agile and natural climbers despite their size which i vibe really well with because i would just always climb trees as a kid despite being a really fat kid Mm -hmm. and i just i've always vibed with bears you know my mom has always called me a polar bear because i live in michigan uh like uh, like j-row and i uh i i'm that asshole who wears uh, flip-flops and shorts during winter um yeah i just love bears They're, they're my favorite animal and uh they're just cool. Uh, and also, uh, and feel free to edit this part out, in the gay community, which I, I'm i a professional gay, I'm freelance currently. Oh, that, um, that is uh, perfectly fine, because this happens to be recorded during Pride Month. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, and actually, uh, Jero, in solidarity with me, uh, he is uh, doing my, my challenge of only playing Rainbow Decks for the entire month, with the exception of Mono White Monday, or Mono Color Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I'm doing rainbow decks all month and I've actually already been brewing a list for the new commander that's coming out. Garth one eye. Uh, I really want to get an altar of him with, with, uh, Wayne and Garth from, uh, Wayne's world, but, uh, I digress. um, <laughs> in the gay community, uh, a bear is how you refer to a large hairy gay man. Oh. I've already always been large, and I have a lot of hair on my head. I, I have very long blonde hair, and um, uh, I've just I've been called that before, and I'm like, oh, neat. So it's kind of that two facet there that you know, bears are kind of my animal, you know. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's yeah, it's it's great. Um, 
Feel free to cut that out, too, that's okay. uh, if you that's... don't want it in the podcast. Oh, that's, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, this is one of the rarities, though, where I also have a personal connection to this animal. It is also oh, my really? favorite animal. Uh, because, uh, well, I am also relatively large and furry. <laughs> uh, not a furry, <laughs> but furry. Uh, and not just on the head, unfortunately. Uh, okay. That's what comes with being somebody who's of Russo-Polish descent. Right, we're both large Polish men. Yes. Uh, oh, weird. But, uh, so bears are my favorite animal, and I've actually, uh, this has actually come up at an, at an interview before, where they asked, what's your favorite animal? Because they were looking for personality traits. Uh, bears are my favorite animals because while they are usually perceived as being aggressive, they are territorial. They will take what they care about, and they will protect it with everything they have. And that's something that I always valued, that, that they say, this is where I am, this is, uh, and this is what I care about, and you are not about to take that from me. And they're only aggressive in so much as defending what they believe is theirs. They're not going to go out and try to pick a fight, although a Eula does pick fights. <laughs> but they only pick the fights they want to pick. They're not just fighting everything for no apparent reason. <clears throat> They're fighting what they perceive to be threats. And so I always like that. that uh, like, uh, as, a, as I'm a teacher, uh, I'm a teacher, college professor, you know, there's a bunch of other job titles I have right now, but teacher, tutor, college professor are the big three. And with those, I am very protective of the students that I teach. And I want to be able to help them and guide them and support them in any way possible. And I very much see myself as bear-like in how <clears throat> sort of aggressively I will protect them. I really like that, Jero. Wow, you just made me feel dumb. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, just... No, that's a, that, I, I understand that deeply. Um, uh, I also uh, do a little bit of teaching. Uh, I'm... I'm only a sophomore in college. As of uh, the next semester, I will be a sophomore in college, I mean. Mm -hmm. um, I also uh, did teaching for the Boy Scouts of America for a couple summers, and uh, it's... Uh, I agree with your thing about bears, but um, I like them for different reasons, mainly because they're strong and able to protect what's theirs. So mm -hmm. I, I like them for the same reason, actually, <laughs> but I like them for a slightly altered same reason, right? Mm -hmm. They're able to be strong and protect things, which is... Um, well, if I can get personal here, I uh, I have been uh, at the hand of violent hatred before for my sexuality. Uh, I I was on a date with a partner of mine, mm -hmm. and uh, we started getting harassed. And uh, it was uh, I was I'm a large guy. I lift, um, and I was able to kind of you know talk shit at them uh, like. Yeah, it just like uh, get big and like, hey, come over here, come and fight me, you know. Well, they were just hurling slurs at us and and threw a rock, and uh, I was able to kind of scare them off, you know. And that's mm -hmm. that's kind of when I realized like bears are kind of like I, bears had always been my favorite animal, but like when I kind of realized, yeah, they're my shit, you know, because like yeah. bears are able to be strong and and protect their young mm -hmm. and and protect their territory, like Jero said. And, uh, and in that way, I guess they're very vindictive, like I am. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, and yeah, it, they're just well, well, it has well, it wasn't for the same reason because this was younger before people started uh, to necessarily identify that way. But when I was in elementary school and early middle school, I was beaten up a lot, and I would fight back. And first grade, I actually broke a kid's nose. Shit. The fourth grader's nose. Uh, but yeah, I, wow. so I've, I'm used to having to fight to protect myself, too, it's, although I wasn't in quite the same context. I mean, yeah, it was just, it was the first time that I had, like, physically protected someone, because my, uh, again, it's like that personality test thing. Uh, my partner is, um, my partner is much smaller than, was smaller than I am. Uh, he, he's my ex now. Mm-hmm. Um he was much smaller, not as not as strong as I am. He was he was just kind of a nerdy dude, mm-hmm. and um, I was able to kind of protect him at at that. And um, I, I mean, I've gotten in fights before. In, in eighth grade, I uh, I, I got my ru- my uh, rib bruised because uh, I I got jumped in the bathroom of my middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, in uh, in like tenth grade and stuff like that, I gotten in fights with people who just wanted to start shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause that's what high schoolers are. They're just hormonal, but, um, yeah, I was a football player. <laughs> it, it was really when I had a reason to it, you know, a reason to like protect someone, you know, mm-hmm. it was, uh, yeah, it's just bears are that vindictive protective arc. Like they represent that archetypically. They're like the strength of nature and the strength of, you know, the self kind of. Yeah, um, and when they fight, it's more for preservation than it is for aggression or to hurt. And that's and that's kind of a, I'm I'm currently going to school for um, I still haven't decided. I don't know if I want to go into teaching or into social work, but mm-hmm. um, that's what the gay community does. We fight for self-preservation and our rights to life, and because there are people who want us to live as second-class citizens who want us to be labeled as inferiors people who i mean we didn't gain the right to have equal employment up until like literally one year ago today well today's not the 14th sorry it's the 13th so almost a year ago today we gained the right to equal employment and not to be fired just because of our sexuality and i think that's also why a lot of uh, gay men identify what why bear is also a uh, you know a um a signifier in the gay community of, of uh, large men but um bears fight for their preservation and so has the gay community for the past uh multiple centuries uh in in western society that's my honor so, to do um, anything i can as an ally yeah jero as much as i don't like the term ally because of how um people use it you're an ally and like you're an absolute like awesome dude like you are you are someone that i am happy to call an ally of the gay community thank you maybe one of these days i'll have to make a rainbow ally deck and then we can have allies and bears fighting together (laughs) actually i'm planning on putting tajuru stalwart in here because it's a green ally that actually synergizes with bears (laughs) so Um, oh, if you put um, yeah. if you put the what's the thing the um, uh, the uh, damn it, I was, uh, I'm gonna draw a blank. 
the thing that turns everything into creatures of the same type, and then you can pay two and tap it to make a uh, the Maskwood Nexus. Oh, yes, Maskwood Nexus. That's good. Because that okay. does go infinite with one of the uh, with the green ally, Turn Timber Ranger, I think is his name. Yeah. Wait. No. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of Tishuru Stellar War. I was thinking of Turn Timber Ranger actually, because that's the one that adds mana, right? Uh no. I need to look these cards up. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Uh, But Turn Timber Ranger, I think, is the one that makes two wolves when it comes in. And if you can turn the wolves into allies, they will go infinite. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Was it? No, it wasn't Tishuru Stalwart. I'm sorry, I need to figure out what (laughs) card I was looking at. Okay, so then go to rules text... Ally, no wait, no creature type. There we go. Sorry, we can cut this off in post. Uh. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Uh, so this okay. Harbaugh's Druid makes mana. Uh, what'd you call it? Harbaugh's Druid, and there's also Beast Caller Savant. I no, that's what I need in this deck. That's the one I'm thinking of, Beast Caller Savant. Because it has haste. Yes, it's very good. Oh, and uh. Harabaz Druid, that's the way it's called. Harabaz Druid is also good. I just don't think it's good for this deck. Um, Though, uh, Sylvan Advocate is also really good. Um, It's an ally and an advocate. That works. (laughs) Land creatures. I misread that. Uh, My bad. But, um, yeah, the bears are just, they're just really good. I, I love bears. They're archetypal and they're protective and they're, they're just fun as hell to play uh, i build my bear decks differently i make them uh focused on a lot of mana mana and card draw stuff mm-hmm. so that i can get as many bears as possible um i think jero were you in the game where uh i was where someone had a vidalcan ori out and i was just playing my bears with flash and every oh. time someone would play a creature i would make my creatures eat them no, um, there I, I do know of different cards and that can do that, but no, I, I was not in that game. There was a game where I every time someone would just play a creature, I would just uh, as as a response uh, put in like my Ashcoat Bear onto the field, uh, then have my uh, giant indestructible Isla because I I play with um, the Tyrite Sanctum, which can make your commander an indestructible god. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play with Tyrite Sanctum in my deck. Yeah, you might so as well have having a bear god, indestructible right? giant bears eat other creatures every time they get played. Well, yeah, if you're going to have a, a queen among bears, you might as well make her a bear god, right? Exactly. Uh, she is... Uh, I haven't told everyone the name of what I call my bear deck. Uh, uh, one of my favorite things is I love to name decks. For example, my... Um, five color dragon decks uh my five color dragon deck i'm not going to say the real name of it but i am going to call it uh, uh say the other name of it i call it gay dragons of course uh or my uh treasure deck which is the real treasure was the treasure we made along the way uh, or um my shrine deck because it's sanctum of all is the commander it's non-denominational church yeah that works. uh this deck is called uh the song of my people Mm-hmm. And um, I also call it uh, Isla, uh, the Queen Among Hunky Men. Mm-hmm. But I like the song of my people as a much better title. 
As long as um, you're not referencing the old meme of uh, I shall sing you the song of my people. La 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 la. <laughs> no, um, yeah, but uh, Magic the Gathering has, uh, is, has always been important to me. And uh, bears are probably some of the best creatures in Magic. So, uh, yeah, Magic is... Um, and while we're still on the topic of gay, Magic the Gathering uh, also uh, was really really helped me actually come out just because of my playgroup. Awesome. So, yeah. Magic the Gathering is great. Uh, it's how you meet great people, meet new people. Uh, it's how I've met my ex, so you don't meet the best people on it, but hey. I mean, <clears throat> you meet good people, and maybe sometimes later you find out that they are different from how you expected at the beginning, but that happens. Yeah, like how you go to Central Michigan University. Yeah? Is that a problem? Yeah. Yeah, I go to Western. I went we to Central, by the way. I graduated I, there I, I know. about you're nine tainted. years ago now. Yeah, you're tainted. You're tainted. You, you have that. You have a degree from there. You. Yeah. We can never. We can never be friends, Jeremy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I also presented at a <laughs> conference at Western. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. But um, well, hey, at least your parents went to U of M. I'm a U of M family as well. Yep. I also went to Western. Or not Western, Wayne. So it, it was a different Oh. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, I, isn't, are there any other states besides Michigan that have this kind of rivalry between colleges? Um, I'm talking about Michigan, Michigan State, Central Western, which? Like, like both of those, because those are two of the biggest college uh, rivalries in, like, in the state. Like, the state the united states um well i'm not sure central western's up there yeah central western is not that big in all honesty <laughs> but like we've got michigan and michigan state that's like the the college rivalry like it's up there with harvard and yale oh uh, yeah harvard and yale's whose parents had more money i guess but okay whatever <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, uh, I like bears. Bears are awesome. Uh, I like to make my bear decks fun and cool. And uh, they've always been an important uh, animal to me. So, uh, yeah, that was a, um, that, anything, any other questions you have about bears, j -Rail? It's awesome. I can tell I... you what my favorite bear is. <laughs> it's awesome. I, I, I love bears as well. Uh, <clears throat> so this has been the Quote of Arms podcast. And... Uh, people can find you at. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Z uh, Frankhauser. Let me just make sure that that is my username on Instagram. Yes, it is. Sorry, I recently got hacked and had to change uh, Instagram accounts. But my name is Z underscore Frankhauser. So that's F R A N K H A U. I'll be gym selfies because I've been going back to the gym. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, and you can also find me on j streams. At twitch.tv backslash unsummonskull. All right, thank yep. you.